Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Today you're in Soul Talk, and we have a very special guest. Uh, her name is Crystal Lynn Blackmore, and uh, she's she's a very sweet, uh, beautiful person that I would like to read you a little bit who she is. They said that she's a mom, and she and she has also a, a job. She's very magical, and let me tell you who she is. She's an artist and a painter. Uh, she's a photographer. She's a Reiki practitioner. She is a, ta a tarot and an oracle reading. And she channels spirits and message from the light and verbally through, their, through her hands. She has been connected to the spirit her whole life in the levels that she acknowledged in, in Rio uh, until 2019. And of course, we have questions to ask her and to know a little bit about more about her and and really thank you thank you crystal for accepting my invitation for being soul talk and thank you for sharing a little bit of your story and and your awakening and your process because many of the of the listeners they do not uh is the is the first time that they have in contact with you we never know or some of them they already know you and they adore you like uh debbie riddle that is saying Hello, ladies, wonderful <laughs> ladies, and they already know. But uh, many people, they is maybe it might be the first time that they hear a light worker and a beautiful healer like you talking. Thank you. You are so welcome. I would like to ask you. I I am true believer that all all the all the ones that we're working with uh, with ourselves and we're already in this path. We have many awakenings at the same time. So, uh, and but in the last one is the one that, that took us where we are now, you know. And sometimes it was just something about just understanding or just like aha moment. But many aha moments comes with painful uh, situations. Some of them are divorce or deaths or a deep trauma or something happened in our lives or we were sick, like in my case, I, I was very sick, and and I was just getting worse, it was, or kill myself or I would die, that was, that was no option, and that's what it took me in the last awakening to where I am now, but what it took you here to? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, like you said, how we've been through um, many levels of awakening, I feel like um, my awakenings through life have been, I feel, mostly trauma-based, things that I've had to survive through. Um, I, When I was a child, I would, um, I would see things, and if I said anything about that to my parents the the answer was usually um your, your eyes are playing tricks on you or um that don't worry about that or that that's nothing or just the typical things that would make me not worry or whatever um so I've always been I think awake in my life 
and then, but not really conscious of what that meant or what that was. Um, and then there was, there's just been moments throughout my whole life where I've needed to trust my inner knowing, my inner intuition, um, with, without knowing what's going to happen or where that's going to lead. Um, the latest being in 2019 um, with a situation that occurred in my family, which I won't, I won't go into details to, um, to remain like in our privacy with our situation, but it led me into more of what I couldn't explain through my childhood that I was experiencing on, on, on a spiritual level. And this transition um, I don't, how do I explain this? Um, basically th- I was coming into the knowing of things I was, that I couldn't explain a psychic knowing I was starting to see visions again, uh, hear things, um, my, which led me into research about what all of it could be. And I had remembered my dad at one point in my life. Um, many years ago, talking about some sort of spiritual awakening that he was having. And that's the only thing that kept going through my mind that of what could be happening to me at this time. For And like, I was coming into a deeper knowing of what God was to me, what that meant. Um, like, uh, I don't even know, like, I came out of certain um, religious teachings I was raised Christian in my family, and so in my life, I I was this perceived way. But then the shift happened, and it's so much within me changed, and it led exactly to today with myself um, coming into things that I didn't even know about myself, um, that I could channel uh, light language, which I also came to find that could also be called speaking in tongues um, in different religions or cultures. I, I came to know it as light language when it first came through and other people, and I discovered other people were doing this too. And man, this, this last transition in the last few years has led me to, um, to so much, to so much. And it's, it's been hard. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster along with discovery. But um, yeah, I feel like I could just ramble on. I, I feel that uh, many of us, when we started, it was we were afraid even to say what it was happening to us because we were afraid of the many, many words that were like forbidden. She's crazy. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, or you're a witch. Or, or things like that because people obviously they're always gonna judge what they don't understand and uh, and conf- and if they start uh, understanding that's how they start accepting us so we were also afraid of the rejection of the people so that that takes a lot of guts from all of us to actually stand with ourselves and defend who we are and start believing in, in us and what we do. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm still working on that. 
And I like which is a tough one. Even if I was already healing in Reiki, even if I was doing already Theta healings and I was doing a bunch of stuff with energy, uh, multidimensional energy, etc., etc. And and once in a while the light language came out, I will hold it. I will hold it inside of me and I sing it inside of me so the people will not listen to me. And to finally, yeah, and to finally start coming out and start believing in myself. And uh, but I I did took some training that helped me to believe in myself that I was not crazy that actually that was normal that I do not have to understand it. Do you want into any kind of training? Do do I what? Do you want to any kind of training for light language? No, um, I just looked up. What I well, I was in groups at the beginning of 2020 after the lockdown started. I came into um, Jesse's um, Jesse's group. Um, I'm blanking on the, the Warrior of Light group, <laughs> and I discovered so much through that. And then I discovered what was trying to come through me. And then I'm, it's just been research, 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 and yeah, no training, just letting myself. Um, surrender to the energy and and believe that it's actually coming through and I'm not making it up like I'm not I'm not creating this it's I'm opening myself to this I don't think we can create we can because at the beginning I remember I was talking and it was like do I am inventing this is like no I feel in this this word and so forth I don't think we no one that that actually do well it's possible but uh, but the majority that we do light language, we are not inventing it. It's just coming out from our heart. Usually, is not it's, that. It's unexplainable. <laughs> sometimes we understand what we're saying, and sometimes we don't. In my case, in your case, do you understand all the time what you're saying? Or um, I haven't tried to to get that deep. I just let it come through, and if I'm trying to tune into what exactly maybe the um the idea is or the healing uh focus is i'll try to be specific about that if it comes through if i can feel what it is but not generally i don't try to i just kind of <laughs> yes i i went into more into the galactic story about it because it's like it didn't even feel earthy my my light language and uh, in felt earthy, so I started like, hey, where this is coming from? So I went into the ramp that I, I originally am from Sirius, and then, but I have living Pleiades, I have living, and my same family, galactic family, is the one that it was giving me that information. Uh, whatever I was doing, do you have research in that? I I connect um, a lot with my Lemurian family, and um, I, all of my galactic family, my Pleiadian, Arcturian, um, I, oh my gosh, I'm getting close, they're here right now. <laughs> uh, they're like, oh, tingle, tingle, tingle. They're like, thank you, thank you, we wanted you to say that. Um, yeah, I channel their energy quite frequently, and, and the angelic realms is what I connect to mostly. Yes, they're, and their energy is completely different. <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> you just let me know <laughs> if you want to do a light language just let me know but yes okay. I, I have felt that uh, even the mission of each one of them it is different and whatever their message or their their transmission is in any shape or form that it can be 
directly channeling or or receiving the message or light language or painting because you're a painter too or uh whatever comes the message it comes different depending on who's giving the message correct can you explain yes. a little bit more because many people are this is the first time they're listening to this uh, and they already have experience but please i i hope that i explain something to where it makes sense because i'm i'm still learning too so um when I connect consciously into different frequencies, I can tell, like the frequencies feel different for me. I can tell. Um, how do I explain that in human language? <laughs> um, that is the part I'm not very good at. Um, Try to, to do it through your emotion because or else there is no, no way to say it. How it feels. When I, for example, okay, an example that's coming through for me to say right now, um, when I am connecting in with my Lemurian family, that energy, that energy feels so light and there's so much love. And when the energies come through, I notice myself wanting to sing. Like their energies want to sing through me. Like they want to, oh, like they want to like um, a lot different tones want to come through. Um, and it sounds like a little more for me, more high pitched um, sounding. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this very good. Um, how it it's feels. I, go ahead. It's different tonalities and vibrations. That's that's yes. how you, right? Yes. But yes, it is. And do you work with people with this when you do your Reiki? Um, no, not yet. I have been going through so many fast transitions, and beyond my spiritual work, there is <laughs> there is so much in my life that's happening right now, and I can't. I have not been able to get get my get myself in my practice where it needs to be but I am we're getting there and we're taking it day by day and soon this will all be a part of the whole thing like I have to I have to include it in into my healing it has to be like like light language has to be a part of what I do with Reiki it will be there <laughs> yes I'm glad to make you decide to to choose Reiki as a practice uh oh. It was honestly when I started in, um, when I started getting more into finding out in 2020 during Jesse's retreat, uh, I discovered Maria, Maria helped us discover our healing hands, our golden healing hands. And I, that night, she said, after we get done, go use this use use what has been activated with like you have this now like go use it and that night after the activation after that that whole session i'm laying in bed and i am i am believing full force like after experiencing maria and her energy and what came through during that activation that night i believed full force and whatever was going to come through was possible for me as well and I believed in my healing hands for the first time in my life. And that night I had problems in this wrist right here. And um, I injured it when I was 
young, shaking my hands around, trying to show my mom how fast I could shake my hands around. And I, I messed up something in my wrist for the rest of my days and until 2020. And I could not do push-ups. I could not put weight on my wrist. I could not do anything. Mm. I did. I activated my healing, my golden healing hands that night in bed. And I visualized my energy healing that within myself. And I did it for about 20 minutes. And I swear, I have not had the same issues in my wrist ever since. And I knew that since that was able to come through me and I experienced it and witnessed it and felt it like I, it almost feels like I've never been injured. Um, like it's still sensitive sometimes, but I can do a push up. Like I can put weight where I never was able to do that completely. And I knew that, um, something was activated within me that I meant to share. Like this needs to be shared. And, uh, Reiki start found me. <laughs> um, it was like, I started seeing things about energy healing, about Reiki, about, and then just Reiki wouldn't stop coming in my mind, like something about Reiki, something like something. And so I started looking up things and started, I found, I looked up so much material that I could for free because at the time I could not afford anything, no classes for myself or anything, but I felt pulled to this. So I found free YouTube videos that were Reiki one, two, and three. And I was starting to watch them to just try and teach myself. And, um, I, d I've just been like self-learning and healing on myself and my kids. And, um, and then in March of this year, I got level one attuned with Jamie. Um, Jamie Lee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like, I, I will, I know that I'm meant to keep this going. I, I did study uh, one and two. Uh, it was in about 20 years ago. I did work on that with my practice. And then uh, in 2015 or 14, that's when I did the three. And, uh, but then, even if I was working with people, it always wasn't back. It's like, there's something more. But I was very curious about wanting to learn more things and more mm -hmm. things. And it goes like in different branches. The one that goes uh, like more in oracles and things like that. And um, I, Kabbalah, etc. There's a lot of in that in here. And uh, and there's the other one that is NLP, hypnotherapy and theta healing. And it goes more into into a different... There, there's so many. And, uh, and but they're kind of divided, and uh, and which one would would you like to? Uh, if, if you could, and, and you have access uh, accessibility to those classes, in which area would you like to go? I don't even know. <laughs> um, which which do you mean? Which area? Because, like, I have seen that. There's the Reiki, and in the Reiki also there comes a, a more healings. There are thousands of healings uh, modalities, and and classes of I don't even know how many they are. Every day I see something new. Uh, yes, there's many different things, and I'm really interested in everything that I find out. Um, I I love Reiki. I want to keep doing that. I want to incorporate light language. I want to get into quantum healing. Um, I know that I'm led. To 
grid work somehow. So I want to, I'm going, like, I want to get into every single thing <laughs> that I can find because I know that spirit is supposed to come through me. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to do all of the things. <laughs> yes, I, I understand. And um, I know you do activations in your group. That you have a, uh, for everybody, for all the spectators, uh, Christo have a, a two or three groups. I have uh, two. Two groups uh, regarding activations and where they do like language and so forth. And the information is in the description. If you want to see it, uh, you can find that in there. If you want to sign in also. And uh, but many uh, people are going to be seeing the video, even not right now, but later on in the replays. Uh, can you explain in a, a little bit what is an activation? What is an activation? So um, I like to think of it as another word for like the meditation, where we are calling on our our light team and our higher selves to come in and assist us in bringing in energies to to assist in healing and whatever we're trying to focus on. And in our, um, in our group, we once a month and, um, and soul song, or I'm sorry, <laughs> once a month in our group, we, um, focus on one, um, one point or one area. And then that is how it would, that's how it would go. We would just focus on that. And then that would be our, our activation, however spirit leads us to go. I noticed that in one of the groups that you do the activations, you uh, you guys use also techno music. Correct? Yes, in my we were in my um, my first group that I made uh, electronic soul activation. Um, that was I I realized light language first coming through myself when I was listening to music. It would come through my hands, and I would be signing things that I've never done before. And um, I had found several people on in groups, um, in different groups that I was in on Facebook that had also uh, expressed light language the same way. So I had found that I wanted to share this. And my, my group, Electronic Soul Activation, was originally with the idea of my activations being led with music so, so that I could vibe and do that. <laughs> Yes, I, I noticed that, and uh, and thank you for your answer about activations, because I believe everybody, we need to, I call the activations like a update, like a computer, you know, when you have to click the update button, so like that, your computer <laughs> is up to date, <laughs> that's how I call the activations, because we all need different kinds of activation for something that we are working on ourselves, correct? Yes. Yes. And uh, mm, I, I, I seen that you also you're an artist like myself. Yes. And uh, and do you notice that between uh, through the art actually you you do also this channeling? There's... Yes, I'm I'm painting codes. I'm writing codes. Um, and what comes through a lot. It, okay, so my painting. Let's backtrack a little bit because I didn't even start painting until this year. Seriously, like getting back into it, it started in March, and um, 
I painted a couple little eight by 10 little paintings that were just very simple. And then after that, something sparked in me and I, I knew that I had to keep painting no matter what I, what, no matter if I needed an idea or not, like the um, spirit has just been telling me with every painting, you don't need to plan what to do. Just if you need an idea, think of a shape and put the shape on there and then go from there. And usually it's a spiral for me. So, and I learned that I've been painting portals. So I'm going to keep sharing portals, I guess, and sharing these codes. Like for me, it's different. Uh, they, well, I've been painting for for long, forty years, and uh, and for me, they send me first the images. And sometimes I'm very busy doing other stuff, and I just receiving the image, and they start adding colors or forms or this or that or the message. This is the message. How would you pro- uh, how you or they put me challenges like, how would you express this emotion? And this is like, it's a heart. Okay, do I just paint a heart? Like, put emotion to the heart. How would you do it? Love that. How would you do this? And how would you do, how would you express this emotion? It's like, oh gosh, now you're putting me to think. And they start sending me images and images and images. And it's like, okay, let me get a canvas so you can let me do all this stuff. Until I actually start painting it. That's when they let me breathe sometimes. That is amazing that that comes through like that for you. I've been I've been starting like I want them to tell me what to, to paint, give me ideas, and I'll usually draw like oracle cards to get an idea of what message I need to put out there through my art. Um, yeah, and I'll get lots of different inspiration, however I can. But that is amazing. I love that. And it also happened with poetry. I write poetry in Spanish. Me too. And uh, and I I did not knew that I I was a channeler. Uh, I never thought I could. And, and I've been writing poetry and read my poetry and so forth. And uh, in fact, yesterday, uh, well, no, a Saturday, uh, we have the presentation of a book that I, I I participated in that anthology. And but the funny part was when finally I discovered I was a channeler was when finally I saw the being in front of me. And start talking, and it was in the same way I write my poetry. And it was like, oh my God, you're the one being dictating me my poetry all these years. Oh my goodness. And I was like, oh my God, it's like I thought it was mine. And like that was my ego talking, obviously. <laughs> because yeah. it's not mine. It was my, my channeling. You don't feel like that when you write poetry? Yes. I, I now that you mentioned that and like the, I've written ever since I was young like I have a whole book of poems and um, I actually went back and spirit led me to reread some of them and I remember I went back to one that was called um, I can't even remember it now it's galactic something but it was about it was about aliens and I was about 15 at the time and I was writing a poem about what I knew was out there like at 15 and I didn't I thought I was just writing poems you know and clearly and back then I was so connected and I didn't even know how connected and I was drawing things um I've I and now when I look at the things that I was drawing back then I think it's memories from a past lifetime I I don't know but things I'm just putting pieces together where it's is oh it's it's crazy The thing is, yes, I, I agree with you. They 
that's why I mentioned at the beginning that we have many awakenings because it takes us to a different level every time. And unfortunately, that's something that I know as my experience that doesn't have to do for everybody, that every time we go into a dark night of the soul, you know, into those big transitions that they're very painful and so forth, we go to the next stage. Yeah. And that's when we're in the way we even paint, in the way we um, talk or think or whatever, our conscience have changed. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yes. I'm going through a, a pretty dark spot in my life currently. And I know, and I just know, I just know I'm up leveling. I know. But this time, you know, you can get out of it. You're going yes, to get out of it. the tools. Yes. And before it was more scary. It's, it's still scary, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't feel as like, like I'm defeated. Yes, I agree. Because like the, our depressions, actually, they were, they're different than in the past. In my depressions, I thought that I was never going to come out of there. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. Yes. But now it's like, oh, okay, I just have to surrender to this emotion and feel it and so forth. And it's going to pass faster. And you do pass faster, right? Yes. And breathe. I need to remember to breathe more. <laughs> I have to tell myself, okay, you're shallow breathing again. That means we're not, we're not processing. Yes. Can you explain a little bit of the spectators what it is for you, the dark night of the soul? It might be different definitions for other people, but none of them is wrong or right. It's just different for each one of us. I would say that I went through um, a deep stage of that in 2019. My latest, well, I think I'm going through another right now, but before to get to here was 2019 and um what was occurring was i was i don't know how to explain this but it was like i was i thought i was going nuts so my my reality on the outside was chaos and it was like Everything was crumbling around me. I didn't under, I, I thought I was creating all of it or, and then I was in some instances because of how I was um, handling what was changing. Um, I guess that could be like cognitive dissonance. <laughs> um, I wasn't wanting to accept the changes that were happening. So um, I made it harder on myself going deeper into that, that dark place and um, just like not, I feel like it didn't have to be as hard as it did, but I didn't have the tools then when I was first going through it. And I felt so completely alone. And that's when I started reaching out to more groups online. Um, But how do I, it's like, um, I don't even know like how to explain, man, I'm so, I'm so bad at, please forgive me. I'm so bad at explaining these things in terms that are easy to understand. If you've, if you've never been conversed or taught about these things. Um, oh, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, we all have different ways to express it and, and to, to say different things. And I know that even uh, just the word interview is intimidating when this in reality is a conversation it's, it's just a conversation and so don't worry about that 
<laughs> but I would say in what I believe it is the dark night of the soul is when we go into a deep emotion and we're feeling that emotion so deeply that it takes us to to listen to the voices of our ego and at the same time our higher selves. And in that moment, that's when we have to make the choice which voice we're going to listen. The ego is going to take us deeper into a depression, into a dark side. And it's going to take us a long time to actually get out of there. And when we're listening to our higher self and so forth, that is at the same time, it is going to get us out easier. So that's why it's important to surrender to, you can understand, the two voices at the same time. So yes. you can get out faster from that emotion where you are. And when you come out, the good thing about that is when you come out of that that place where you are, you come out way wiser because now you came to understand a bigger truth and your conscience just boom, blew up and like you have more self-respect, more self-love, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yes, yes. You explained that perfectly. Like, thank you. I did not know how to say that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Yes. At the beginning, when they used to tell me, like, just surrender and surrender to the emotion, it's like, well, what do you mean? You know, it was mm. hard to understand those words at the beginning because you don't know. It's like, surrender to what emotion? I'm very depressed. It's like, you want me more depressed? It's like, it's like, yeah, we're supposed to feel it and then, and, then, and then feel it more. <laughs> Yes, understand why. It's like, okay, I'm sad. Okay, I admit that I'm sad. Why I'm sad? You know, and that is that is important. That knowing yeah, what that's what started. I had to think about the why, and that took me deeper uh, because I've started figuring out a ton of whys after 2019 and into 2020 and and all the way to here. And now I'm unlocking all the whys. <laughs> and it's been, a, it's been waves and waves. Yes, it comes in waves. The sadness comes in waves. But when you, once you understand your your why, why you do what you do, and what you, your passion to do what you do, you're in the other side already. You just just have to look around and like, oh my God, I just crossed the river. <laughs> yes. Right. When you were, uh, you mentioned that when you were a little girl, you were, you were awoke, but you, you did not knew that you were, that you that that was normal. Because yes, I agree. In the society, when a kid told, "Oh, I have my 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 little friend," and your parents can see your little friend, they're gonna say, "Oh no, you're inventing, or you're crazy, or that is not happening, or something else." But. Yeah. How was your your awakening? So you came to understand that what you were seeing or listening or or sensing, it was true. Now, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Now, now that you now that you know that what you're sensing, feeling, hearing, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it is true. How you came to understand that it was true? Because there was a block of the religion and society and yes. So. It was basically like this last wave of transition into um, more of my spiritual self where I'm not hiding, where I'm not denying what I'm feeling. Um, I'm a feeler. I can feel everything through my body. Um, like when spirit comes through, I'm tingling. I'm 
like I'm feeling it. I don't get a lot of visions, um, like in my physical reality, but in my mind, if I want to tune in, I can see things if they allow. But um, this last wave, since coming, it was like in my whole life, I always have said to myself, I believe in paranormal. I have always known I'm connected to spirit. But when it all started happening again in adulthood, that is when I was like, okay, I can think for myself what is real. I can feel my experience. I know what I'm experiencing and I'm not crazy. And a lot of people that are deemed crazy are not crazy either. They're just perceiving a different reality that not all of us are perceiving. And um, I think just knowing that I, like, I don't have anyone else to be like, no, that's not real. So that's how I know it's real. Like no one is like going to decide my experience for me. And I think that's the difference now. And something else that I, I have noticed in our path and that we chose uh, work with ourselves and understanding energy and working with energy, it is a very lonely life. Because it's not so easy to go and, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and talk with a neighbor about spirits or about energy or... Ah, uh, yes. My online community uh, is where I feel most safe. <laughs> and the people that I've met through these groups, through Jesse's group, um, and it's that's where I've gotten to know that, like, I'm not alone in any of this. <laughs> But even... I don't know, in, in my case, or maybe the question that I wanted to ask, in my case, what I, I've been noticing that, yes, it is great that we have these communities. There, thank God there is internet and there is online groups and we're discovering that we're not alone in the world, that, that we're many, many, and we're growing more and more and more in the world. But at the same time, it's not local. Right. And you, you have the... I get hungry to talk with people who I am and, and not hold it, you know? It's like, why? Because I don't want to... They bully my daughter or things like that, so I have to hold it back uh, many times. So it is easy to stay at home and just connect into internet so I don't have to go outside and hold it from the people yeah. outside. Right? Yes, I relate. I resonate with that. But how did you do it? How did your family took it? Um, I, a lot of my family don't even know completely all about my different transitions right now. Um, it's like I'm still in, a, a, in kind of a soft coming out stage on a lot of different levels. Um, but my immediate family um, that I'm with now, uh, it's, it's not really... They accept it. It's not really like we don't talk a lot about it, um, but not like in a bad way, just like in, in a way that it's just like not talked about a lot. Um, and I'm and it's nothing that I feel bad about, but I don't feel as I would say comfortable saying a lot of what goes on in my world <laughs> um, around my immediate family is there still an afraidness part I think so yeah of being um, judged kind of 
yeah i i did um i did got separated four years ago and uh and it was mainly because of that it's like oh I, they want me the monica back the one that don't used to meditate the one that used to be and it's like yeah but i this is the monica i've always been i just remember and i, I just went back to myself who i really was and uh i know i'm happy you know i'm happy because it doesn't matter. It's, it, it, this is who I am, and I honor and respect myself. But yeah, yeah. I'm just finding out who I am. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. It's tougher, and uh, for the people that are not in this path, they are just waking up and they're finding out that there is a bigger reality outside of themselves, and they're listening to this video. It is not easy. I'm not gonna say that it's so easy. It is awesome when you can be yourself and talk who you truly are and your beliefs. And uh, for all of us, it is it is very hard and it's sometimes it gets very lonely, right? Yeah. And sometimes I wish we, there was a like a little piece of the state at least where we all live together. <laughs> That's why I made my groups. I wanted to be more of like a being able to create that connection to where we don't have to be feeling that lonely. <laughs> I know, I know. Online, I have many, many friends, and uh, thank God for that, you know, and sisters and and family in that way online. The problem is locally. That's yeah. the Maybe we can meet in person. Yes. We need to plan a retreat. <laughs> yes, well, yes, I, I was trying to plan a retreat but right now with the pandemic still still hard to get a hold of the regions i understand <laughs> when you channel do, do you channel messages from uh also or it's only light language like you know have a knowing I, with my on my hopes visions page i was sharing tarot and oracle readings um daily for a while and with my readings at the, um, like my routine was to draw my cards and then channel, um, a full on message of what would come through. And, um, I would, if I was like working with my, the angelic realm, I would call upon that to flow through me and bring a message from them or, or wherever I want to connect or wherever it feels like. So yeah, I definitely let, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, do you have a, a message that you would like to share with us? Oh. That is <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, we do have a little bit of time left, don't we? Yes, we do. All right. When we were talking about our galactics, our galactic guides earlier, I was feeling a lot of energy wanting to come through with that. Um, if we would like to tune in, um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling some Lemurian, some Lemurian codes wanting to come through. Um, does that sound okay? Yes. 
let's um let's tune in. Let us tune in. And I would just have everybody close down your eyes and place your hands on your heart. Feel into our heart centers. In this moment, we're just calling on our higher selves. We're calling on our Lemurian family to assist in any codes that would like to come through, any messages that would like to come through at this time. And I'm going to go ahead and send a golden rainbow cord from my heart center to everyone in this container so that we can all be connected and let these lights go through. And I'm just going to focus now on connecting into the Lemurian Collective and see um, what wants to come through. If my hands start going, um, you may feel free to watch or if it feels better to close your eyes, you can keep your eyes closed. But um, just be receptive. Following also on the energy of Reiki to assist in this moment as well. Iyama ayasna iyawa iyama ayam iyasna i iyawa ayati iyama aya ayasna iyawa iyama yawa iyana ayasna iyama yana ayasna iyawa yana iyama ayana ayasna iyama aya Focusing on our heart centers, we're releasing, releasing anything that no longer serves us in this moment. Yama ayashma yawa, yama ayashma Iya
ya maya na pia waya na pia shna pia wa pia waya na pia maya pia shna pia wa mia na aya shna i And I'm hearing if we could move our hands down to our solar plexus energy center. So a lot of releasing energy that wants to come out to this as well. Just focusing all of our attention on that center. Remembering the power that we hold within. Connecting into our sovereignty. Iyama aya iyashna iyawaya na iyawa. Iyama ayashna iyawaya na i. Iyama ayawa iyashna iyawaya na iyawa. Iyama ayashna iyawa iyawaya iyawa. Something that's coming through that feels very important to say is that you get to choose for you what is best for you. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. You are on your path for you. And your power is your own. And you can call on that anytime. It's all in here. Focusing on our breath now. Let's just take three deep breaths in. Going in. Holding at the top. And releasing. Breathing in. Holding. And releasing. Breathing one more time in. Hold. And release. And whenever you're ready, you may open your eyes. And thanking all of the energies that assisted in this moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I I felt that there were one voice that I recognized that it was Syrian. I don't know mm. if you that. And there was uh, um, the vibration. I felt that. And it was definitely the Morian, but there were some angels in there too. Oh, I'm, I'm sweating. I'm like... 
if anything else came through that is so wonderful i'm oh my gosh that's i i I just feel that energy and thank you thank you for that confirmation that was beautiful thank you and uh beautiful where do you see yourself in five years (laughs) Uh, a reiki master traveling healing around the world um at like festivals at music festivals dancing and just like doing healing in the in the crowd like that that's like (laughs) i i yeah just just doing lots of healing wherever i can go That is a beautiful dream. And you will. You will. I feel it. Hold I that, feel it. Yes. Hold that thought and hold that emotion. And you will. There is something else that you would like to, to add? Um, nothing off the top of my head. Um, I wish I had brought art to share. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. We're talking about my art and I didn't even bring anything to share. Um, I do share everything on hopes, visions, and that I can remember to share (laughs) through life's moments. Um, yeah, but nothing else, nothing else specific is coming to mind. (sighs) Just a lot of energy. (laughs) Yes, it gets hot in the energy. My hands are like, For everybody that wants to contact Krista, uh, uh, please, uh, it's in the description. She have uh, in there the group's information and her blog also. So uh, you can contact her there. It's in the description of this video. And later on, it's going to be also in YouTube. You want to uh, uh, wanna see it again. Uh, and also, one thing that I would like to talk about in the Soul Talk program we survive thanks to your donations, and I want to thank very much for all the people that have done donations to to Soul Talk, to the podcast of Warrior of Love. I really appreciate it, and thank you so much for that. And uh, and I would like to announce what we are going to have the next week, because we have also very interesting guests and very beautiful people. The next Sunday, that is the the podcast of the art, the heart of the artist. We are going to have a Carol Plum. She's a visual, uh, visual artist. And and uh, that's the next Sunday at 6 p.m. And in Soul Talk, the next Monday at 7 p.m., we have Tracy Montgomery. She's a coach and she's an uh, STR pr- uh, practitioner too. And uh, that is at 7 o'clock. And all those times are Central Time, guys. And that's where I'm located. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, but thank you so much for listening to us. And and please share the video. If this helped you out, share the video. We will appreciate that very much. And thank you for listening to us. And if you're seeing the replay, hashtag replay. We will appreciate that very much too. Thank you. Krista, it really was my pleasure to finally meet you in Zoom. Yes, thank you. Well, one day we will meet in person too. Yes. That. <laughs> so many hugs. Yes. Thank you. And thank you to everybody. Thank you for joining me today. 
I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.